Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. everybody and welcome to ginger on ginger the show where two redhead comedians choose a word phrase or concept and then talk about it through our gingery lens i'm jacob godby and i'm alex tate this week's episode is brought to you by pam.com that's right pam.com has all your pam needs pam mugs pam mouse pads even shirts with the name pam on them folks this is not pam nonstick spray this is just the name pam Pam Nonstick Spray is trying to trademark the word Pam, but it's a name, not a word that can be copyrighted. The good folks over at Pam.com are trying to take back the word Pam. So make sure to head over to Pam.com and buy a Pam button using the promo code PAN, that's P-A-N, over at Pam.com. Pam! It's just a name. (laughs) That is not real, Alex. I just watched you type it in. I wrote that. Hey! That's a stupid as hell. You really got me with that. It sounded all convincing. I was super confused right there. I was like, fucking Pam. Pam. Pam.com. Buy a button that says Pam. Pam. I use this code Pam. I know. The Pam, when I wrote that today, I laughed out loud because just I pictured your face when the code word is Pam, P-A-N, for Pam.com. You did it so well, though, dude. That was great. Can I tell you something embarrassing? Uh, yeah. I practiced it. (laughs) (laughs) I read it out loud twice before we did this because I knew that I would crack up if I didn't at least read it out loud. Um, That really was just, I kind of like glaze over when you start to read the ads, you know, from the previous 80 episodes. So I just, you know, I I like black out for like a minute and uh, I I immediately just like fell back into it and then slowly crept back in. I was like, what is he talking about? (laughs) How many times has he said the word Pam? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is not a nonstick spray. It is a name. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that for a little while. I'm just going to keep writing fake ones and, and we'll see uh, if I trick you on any others. <laughs> okay. All right. How are you? I'm great, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm out of Bozeman. Do you, ever, do you ever, well, I didn't move for anyone wondering. I'm just on a little vacation, but you know, I, I, Bozeman is growing on me. I, I like it. it. It's, I'm becoming happier there, but, and I felt this way about Missoula when I lived there as well. Wow. Does it feel to just good to just like leave? Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you like where you live. There is inherent value in just getting out for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, which is, uh, um, Northern Idaho for anybody that knows the <laughs> political leaning of Northern Idaho, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. If there was uh, like a, a racist map of the United States and, you know, let's let's just use the colors green and blue so no one gets offended. Um, yeah. Northern Idaho would be dark green, as in super racist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or red. And that's why you're um, there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I found my people here. Um, <laughs> I did see a, a bumper sticker today that was just too long. Ah, it was too wordy. Yeah. You know, it was like a paragraph, but I ended up reading it. So, you know, who's the real sucker? Um, But I had to pull real close to him and was like, and, you know, of course, it was like, wake up, sheeple. It's about control. It was never about COVID. The government is controlling you. That all that that was on a bumper sticker. And I was like, hey, man, that's (laughs) way too many words for a bumper sticker. Coeur d'Alene is the first place I saw a Confederate flag bathing suit, b- b- bikini, if you will. And uh, nice. very, very yeah. confusing. You know, it's just like 
like hot racists are the worst. I think we sh- that shouldn't be a thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, you, sh- you shouldn't be allowed to be racist yeah. if you're hot. I shouldn't be you able can, to be attracted yeah. to you. <laughs> you can be hot or you can be racist. You cannot be both. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Very true. Um, I I will tell you this. Have you ever had um, a true? I think I'm going to crash and potentially get very, very, very hurt moment, like while driving. You know, one time, and it was when I was moving to Austin, the most rain I've ever experienced. It felt like a test. Like, if you don't crash, you yeah. <laughs> you can live in Texas, you know? Uh, what happened to you? But but there wasn't, like, an event. You didn't actually, like, hydroplane or something like that. Did I mean, I, did. I mean, yes, oh, you, I did like, hydroplane. Yeah. And, and, and you like the thought, I, I just, um, I almost hit a deer and I mean, I I miss that deer by like six inches and I was going like 75 miles an hour at night. And I, you know, I just, there was a moment where I didn't want to like swerve super hard because I was no. going so fast that I was like, you're just supposed to hit the deer. I know it's sad, but you're just supposed to just hit the deer. Yeah. And I did that. I, I like stopped. I was fully locked on the brakes, but they weren't doing anything. Mm. And I, well, I mean, they were, but not in but the time it was needed. There's only to, so much they can slow you down. Yeah, yeah. And the deer actually jumped out of the way. And seriously, if the deer didn't jump out of the way, I mean that I, I pictured this thing coming up over the front of my car and just like into my windshield. And I, I mean, I was like, I, I was like ready for it. If that makes sense. Like your yeah. brain slows down and you have like a million thoughts a second. And I was like, oh, here we go. The, I'm, this is going to be a big event. Like, this is, you know, I was like, Damn, oh, good this for is... the deer, though. Like, are they training deer now? Yeah, I think it was the sound of my skidding tires. Oh, scared it. This, it was like, Ehh! and I think that's what, like, uh, made it jump out of the way. But, and, and I then I, like, you know, was, like, going 60 miles an hour and going like, <sighs> It takes you a minute to come down. Yeah. I've had that same exact scenario, uh, where at one of this summer when I had, you know, a thousand pounds of DJ equipment in my car and I had to slam on the brakes coming back from, I think it was Placid Lake and yeah, yeah I almost hit it here. And yeah, it takes a minute for your butthole to come unclenched. And the, the music became instantly annoying. Do I do that. Like I'm old in that. Like when I'm trying to like parallel park and stuff, I have to turn the radio down. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm looking for somebody's address on their house. Yeah. Yeah. You got to turn, I go, the music turn that down. fucking music off. Um, <laughs> I, I was listening to um, bad, bad, not goods. Al- new album. I, I, and, I t- did I tell you to listen to that? No. Oh man. I should have. I, I did listen to it. It's good. It's cool. It's wonderful, but it's like up-tempo jazz, and yeah. I was trying to come down from like the most adrenaline rush I've had in the past like six years. <laughs> I was like, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need this jazz. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm good. You're doing well. I'm doing well also. Uh, I was sick all of last week. Monday when we recorded the podcast. I think we recorded last Sunday, actually. I was starting to have a sore throat. And then it just hit me. I had the worst head cold I've had in probably years where it didn't get better after three or four days. That's usually like my window. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I'll feel better. But like by day four, I was feeling the worst. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, I bought the new Pokemon game and that was a lot of fun. I've logged a lot of hours in that. I loaded up a bunch of CDs into my five disc changer and I just was 12 again. 
Um, I don't know if you do this when you're sick, but I don't deny myself anything. Like, um, oh no, that's I. I we were we were talking about it pre-show, but I I'll Uber Eats, but I, dude, I'll drop like uh, you know, I'll buy whatever the fuck I want on Uber Eats, and yes. then add like a, especially if I'm sick because I'm like at least I'm eating. It's yeah. just all you need to do is eat, and you know, yeah, it's like thirty bucks a meal on Uber Eats, but I'm like, yep. fuck it. Yep, yeah, <laughs> I did the same thing. I think I got three or four. I finally felt good enough then on Saturday to buy some food and take it to my sister who was sick and her partner was sick and my mom was sick last week. So bad, bad week to be a God, I guess. Good Lord. Um, I will say your sister has, um, a gigantic sofa. She does. Yeah. She can that just is like, chill is that. just a bed. It's just the living room bed. And, um, that would, it seems like that'd be a great place to be sick. Right. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. My place is fine, but my, my couch is not conducive to, relaxing or sleeping it's just kind of there to sit on yeah 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 yeah. i don't even uh, own a couch um <coughs> the last uh, time i uh sharded is when i was sick and laying on the couch that's not important yeah but, uh, I, mine was just a head cold i was super duper stuffed up i had a pretty sore throat but yeah like uh, you know what my <laughs> i finally i did go get tested for covid and when it wasn't that i was like well i'm just gonna settle in and i went and like treated myself. I bought some throat coat tea. I bought some vapor rub. I bought some of the good cough drops that honestly just taste good. Like when you're not sick too. Oh, the, uh, is that the breezers? I don't know, but they're like honey flavor. They're so good. Uh, gotcha. But I was, I figured out my, how to, my little vapor rub secret is not, don't just put it on your chest. I was also putting it on the underside of my nostrils. And that was like clearing me out pretty well. Gotcha. I, Hate that shit. I'll be honest. I, with you. I honestly love it. It's so fun. <laughs> I I fucking hate the smell of that. Uh, yeah, Vicks ah. Vicks vapor rub. Uh, fun fact. That's also what uh, like EMTs do and stuff when they have to deal with cadavers. My dad, uh, when I had to dissect frogs in junior high, he yeah. he was like, put some vapor rub on your nose because that's what we do for dead people. There's a distinct difference between the formaldehyde smell that comes off of frogs and like an actual dead body that an EMT has to deal with. But yeah. Yeah. But, you know, VapoRub will will help you out. Uh, Two other good things happened to me today. I'm honestly just still riding the wave. Um, We'll start with number one. (laughs) The MacGruber TV show release date got announced with a six Uh, and a half minute video. (laughs) My God. Did you watch it? No, man. I've been doing shit all day. It's so good. He's in prison, right? And uh, they're just interviewing him, like a reporter is interviewing him about why he's in prison. But the show comes out December 16th. I'm extremely excited. On what? Uh, Peacock. And it is the only reason I would ever pay for Peacock. So you catch me with that free trial for a month of Peacock so I can watch <laughs> MacGruber. <laughs> are they releasing it in episodes or are they just dumping the whole season? That I don't know. And it doesn't say. It just says December 16th. But. There are some jokes in the six minute video they released today that are like maybe funnier than just about anything in the actual movie. So I'm optimistic. Okay. All right. There's, there's one joke in particular. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm just going to break down one joke in particular because it is perfectly my sense of humor. Okay. Okay. All right. It is. So MacGruber, the way he kills people is he rips their throats out. Uh, Oh, and, I've seen uh, that movie one time. I got to be honest with you. And he, I think that hurts you to when I say that, but I saw that movie one time. You just haven't seen it under the right influence. Um, 
Sh- you, sure. You rip the he rips the throat out, right? And uh, <laughs> this guy, this reporter, asks him like, uh, "It's pretty grotesque how you kill people." And he's like, "Oh yeah, throat rip." And the guy's like, "Yeah, we have footage." And so MacGruber rips this guy's throat out, and then he looks at the camera. It's like surveillance footage, and he f- dangles the throat back and forth, and he goes, blah, 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 "Who wants some throast beef?" And if that doesn't just perfectly encapsulate everything I find funny. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> I don't hate that. Just him, like, yeah, just dangling a throat and going, blah, 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 like, that is that is my sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. And then I had my six-month review at work today, and I got a substantial raise. We can go into the details in the after dark, but... Um, it's, yeah, it's good. I'm very happy. And I did not really know that it was coming. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I immediately went down to the record store, which is why I suggested we record at six instead of five (laughs) 30. But what did you have to have? Nothing. I just had to treat myself, you know? Okay. Yeah. I bought Primus's green Naga hide, which was my first Primus album in high school. I bought, uh, in Coeur d'Alene, they have a really good record shop, but I bought a Santana record. Oh, and um, an Emerson, Lake and Palmer record. Have you ever heard of them? Yes, I have heard them. Your, your, your vinyl collection is very vibey. You have a lot of like vibey albums. It is almost all vibey. Yeah. Yeah. It's mainly because one time I got laid by playing record and (laughs) they were like, your music selection is excellent. And I was like, well, now I'm never going to change. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, I've had similar things happen, but um, don't get into vinyl. Uh, just for the pussy guys <laughs> oh yeah it's uh it's not gonna happen no here in Coeur d'Alene I, I'm here for a week uh to hang out with my father and I can't um hang out with my father for a week uh without killing him uh I was like uh, we gotta have a project so we're doing uh we're building drawers in the back of my truck bed right oh okay you know, you've seen a billion people do it, but my, I, mine just has to be waterproof because I don't want a shell on the top of my truck bed either. So, gotcha, gotcha. But I am uh, staying in his. Uh, he has an Airbnb, and he just he blocked out the Airbnb, and he was like, "You can stay in the Airbnb." But basically, I have an entire house to myself. Oh, he didn't charge you. That's that's nice and a isn't, little surprising, <laughs> right? But isn't both of those things? Yeah, I mean, for those that know my father, I and I've told other people, I was like, I'm going to see my dad. I get to stay in his Airbnb. He's not charging me. Everyone was like, Wow. Yeah, uh, it's not that you you would definitely like get a discount. You know, he'd give you like twenty yeah, yeah, yeah. percent off or something. But yeah, for free. That's that's surprising. Yeah, he's just like foregoing all of his profit. And but he did need to mention that to me. Oh, you have, he has to. Here's the exact amount that I'm losing while you're here. Yeah, he told me that. He was like, six days. You know, you're here six days. I could have booked <laughs> it for six days. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, that'll um, be fun, and you'll get something useful out of it at the end, too. That'll be – but I, I just – I've been here two nights now, and wow, I want my own house. Right. You know? like <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, this is the best – thing ever yeah that that i think that's a good like comfortable next goal for you is to get your own place well you've had it before though you know it's not like you've never lived alone no 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 i i i'm an only child i super prefer living alone i just don't uh make enough money and in bozeman it's it's pretty unrealistic Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. In it, it, anywhere anymore. Like, unless you know, unless you're like, I don't know, Troy, Montana. <laughs> Who's Troy, Montana? It's a, it's a small town in Montana. 
that you oh. could afford to have. <laughs> I thought you meant there was some celebrity named Troy Montana that could afford to live on his own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's cousins with Joe Montana. Oh, boo. Um, they both play football. What position does Troy play? I'd love to hear this. Fullback. Nice. Nice. There's a lot of fullbacks in the league currently. Yeah. How would you know if Troy was in there or not? No, that was a that, okay. You you don't <laughs> you know so little about the NFL. I literally think there's like three fullbacks in the NFL. That's like yeah. an exist a position that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's because Troy was the best, and everyone realized that they'll never be that good, so they retired the position. I did. We also uh, on Sunday. My dad is a Cleveland Browns fan. Mm. Okay? okay, he has never been to Cleveland, not one time. So he went to Cleveland on Sunday. <laughs> uh, in fourth grade, he had to do like a book report or just oh. some sort of report, like an essay. <laughs> he did and it he chose Cleveland. it. He randomly chose <laughs> to do it on the Cleveland Browns. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And now he's a humongous Cleveland Browns fan. And for those listening that don't know anything about the NFL, they suck. And okay. they have always sucked. They are by far the worst team of the past 50 years. Seriously. Um, and, uh, but we, he has discovered Reddit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's got a Reddit account. Okay. Is there a Cleveland's Brown subreddit? You know there is. Okay. And he has found six other Cleveland Browns fans and they live in Spokane, Washington. And they're like, we all go to this sports bar every Sunday to watch the Cleveland Browns fan game. That's one of the, cute. one of the servers is a Cleveland's Browns fan. So he'll actually put the game on because no other sports bar will put the Browns game on because they suck. Oh, so you went to Spokane to watch Cleveland Browns with your dad. That's adorable. So I got in, I got in Saturday night and he was like, we're waking up and we're on the West coast and they, they played the early game. So he's like, He's like, we're waking up. We're waking up early. We're driving to Spokane, and we're we're hanging out with my friends. One of them's named Joe. He's super rich. Anyway, me and Joe were watching the Cleveland Browns. They won, uh, and and I started drinking at nine thirty a.m. Beautiful. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. There's something to be said. You know, the only really the only time I've really understood football um, in Austin, some Grizz and Bobcat alumni screen the cat grizz game at a sports bar and so texas sean and i went and i had a great time i honestly like just getting that slice of montana while being yeah. in texas was was really fun and that's the only time <laughs> sports has ever made sense to me gosh well there you go well i'm, I'm glad that, you had that moment sorry that and the last dance you know if you dramatize and, do and document it I, then it makes sense yeah have you seen uh the documentary for uh, the malice in the palace no it's also on netflix it's one of the most insane things that's ever happened in sports ever. Um, a NBA player named Ron Artest at the time. His now his name is Meta World Peace. Uh, that's oh, his actual yeah, name. Yeah. Okay, I know him. Yeah. Ron Artest walked into the stands and beat the shit out of a bunch of fans. Oh, I should watch that. That sounds great. And it's fucking insane. Uh, I remember like it happening. Also, LeBron James punched someone in the face. Uh, oh, really? This week. Uh, I, it's not important it's just kind of amazing i'm watching curb your enthusiasm and uh there's an episode in which larry david trips shack <laughs> <laughs> i did not know that yeah and he busts his knee and then he goes he brings about apparently uh shack's favorite 
show is Seinfeld. So he brings a bunch of like Seinfeld tapes to, to Shaq's, um, to Shaq's hospital room. And they, they end up playing like scatter <laughs> together. And, um, it's honestly, it's been a really good show. I, I enjoy it. I don't it think I realized that Seinfeld existed in the world. Seinfeld, the show exists in the world of Kirby enthusiasm. Yeah. So it's weird who plays themselves and who doesn't. So Jeff, uh, Garland plays his manager, Jeff Green, but Larry David plays Larry David. Cheryl Hines plays his wife, Cheryl David. Uh, but Ted Danson plays himself. So I don't know. Like it's, yeah, yeah. but, but it takes place in the real world. He is the co-creator of Seinfeld in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I don't don't think I ever realized that. I haven't watched a full episode of that show ever. I have the good ones and I'll, I'll show you sometime. Uh, a recent highlight. He's trying to get to the Dodgers game on time, but only the carpool lane is moving. So he hires a sex worker so he can take the carpool lane. Uh, and then she makes him take her, her into the game with him. And so they just hang out and watch the Dodgers game together. Okay. Well, great. Yeah. Um, Alex, what's our word of the day? Yeah, Jacob, it's that time of year. It's thankful. Thankful. Did we do this last year? What did we, we do did. last year? Okay. <laughs> this is thankful part two. Yeah. What's that time of year? It is so that thought- time of year. No, you're right. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, yeah, it was, it's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> you're like I didn't, I'm not pulling punches here. I'm not trying to trick you, Jacob. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the same exact thing as we did last year. All right, cool. Uh, well, if you want to hear what we're grateful for last year, you can go to, Oh, we did Thanksgiving last year. So this year's thankful. So, they are slightly different. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, I am thankful for uh <laughs> like uh um okay. Uh but yeah, butts are good. Butts are good. I, I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm I really thankful. like them. Yeah, they're really yeah, yeah. cool. Thank you, butts, for doing I, what you do. I am thankful that I'm feeling better. You know, the the today after you finally kick your sickness and you're like a normal human again, and you feel like you have superhuman strength, even though you're just doing the stuff you were doing before. Yeah, I often when I'm super stopped up. I will be like, I'm sorry, stopped up or uh, congested because stopped up implies constipation for me. Oh, does it? Yeah. I guess guess it's just like contextual. It totally can. No, I don't think anyone says their nose is stopped up. I think it's plugged plugged up. Stopped up means you ain't pooping. I'm sorry. (laughs) Huh? uh, Okay. What a congested. Okay. Well, when you say congested, I think of traffic. Not really. Um, I, uh, I often tell myself, I go, I will never take breathing normally for granted ever again. Yeah. And then it and, takes all of two hours to forget yeah. that you're breathing. <laughs> yeah. I go, this is great. And yeah. I completely forget about it. I could breathe through my nose when I laid down last night for the first time in a week. And I was like, this rocks. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to sleep while breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it though? Yeah. I had to take sleeping pills last week. I just couldn't, I would rather get, you know, eight hours of, of aided sleep than three of bad sleep. Yeah. 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 
for sure. Well, that's super short term, Jacob. It's super nearsighted of you to be thankful for feeling better. I'm thankful for uh, the monetary stability I've been afforded the last couple months. I mean, I did work for it, but it was very not that at the beginning of the year. So I'm thankful to be ending the year in in pretty much every way a better spot than where I was at this time last year. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking, as, yeah, especially you, where you were at the beginning of this year. You've done a lot this year, man. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm only now like pausing to reflect on it this month, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I was ju- uh, May to October was just a mad dash, and now I'm like pausing and going like, oh, oh shit, I did a lot of stuff. Um, I'm thankful for the hospital workers. Yes, who have to go through a whole lot of bullshit. Yeah, I'm thankful for intelligent people who use their knowledge. To be kind to others. I, um, my father's partner is a nurse and I was talking to her. Does she have she, a purse? Is she a nurse with a purse? And she was like, when um, she dies, will she be in a hearse? She has two patients right now on ventilators. She said a hundred percent. One of them will not see the end of next week. And, uh, he, like he will die. Yeah. He's super old. And he's already had heart problems and he doesn't think COVID is happening. Yeah. Like, like he's currently dying of it and he will die. And then on the flip side, she is being berated by the family to give him Invermectin. I'm not even making that up. Oh, I know this happened in Montana, uh, in Helena recently. (laughs) Um, some, some doctors were not giving a patient Ivermectin. And so they, uh, they called the police on him and the police like came to the hospital and talked to the doctors as if the police have any jurisdiction over, you know, medical uh, necessity. Yeah. They don't know. You know, Ivermectin is not approved for medical professionals to treat COVID. So that's why they don't do it. If you want to poop out your own um, (laughs) intestinal lining, do it on your own time. You go for that. But, but while you're at the hospital, you will not be administered. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Unless you bribe a medical professional, which is illegal. Yeah. 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 So I, I just, and like we, I, you know, we had to go to Home Depot to pick up supplies for my little project. We drive right past the hospital. We see, I saw two groups of people standing outside the hospital on the first floor. They put the COVID floor on the first floor so that you can stand outside the window and wave to your family, wave goodbye. And <sighs> it's really fucked. It was I, really fun. I've never like seen it like that, I guess, you know, like just driving past the groups clustered by the window. And I was like, oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, I, Jesus Christ. You're saying this and I'm thankful for the health of my family. Uh, yeah. Even with the vaccine, one of my grandpas got COVID in September and he was in the hospital for like two full weeks. But last time we, I was in town, I was able to visit him and, and, you know, go over and, and he was doing better. Uh, he was on oxygen for a while, like home oxygen, which I, but he was done with it by the time I was there. So I saw like the tank in the corner, which I wasn't really ready for kind of thing, but he wasn't breathing it, which was nice. Like I still have maybe a year or two before they're like fully on it, but right. Um, yeah. 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 So I am thankful for the health of, of my family and 
you know, all of my grandparents are, are vaccinated, although they probably don't want me to say that. <laughs> right. They'll lose friends because of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if their old friends are listening to this, y'all should get vaccinated too. I, uh, I don't have cable. Obviously, I don't know anyone my age that does. No. Um, but my dad does. And he, uh, we, we were watching it last night. And like every other commercial here in North Idaho is like, please get the vaccine. Yeah. And it, it, there's like a, like a real doctor had to get on a commercial and he was like, it will not make you magnetic. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if there's one thing real doctors hate too, it's being on camera. I yeah. have like made like documentaries, you know, and, and filmed uh, medical professionals and stuff. They hate that. They just want to do their job. They just want to help you get better. So yeah. There are he no looked, doctors in line, like waiting for their, their chance. You know, all those doctors live in Hollywood already. If you're in Northern Idaho, you're not trying to become a star. No, he looked so uncomfortable. You know, it's like when, when athletes get on SNL <laughs> and they, this fucking, they fuck it up because they don't know what the, that's what he was. He was like staring like right over the camp, like to the point that you could see. And he was obviously reading up cue cards and he was like, it will not make you magnetic. That's insane. <laughs> like, oh, oh my, my God, God. This poor dude. Was speaking, so uncomfortable. Of, speaking of, I am thankful that I deactivated my Facebook last week. Oh yeah. I did. I did it earlier in the, in the year. What not? I haven't looked back. Not one second. It has been wonderful. My eighth grade science teacher posted facts about the vaccine and why she's getting it and why kids should get it. And, you know, she was posting facts and Lewistown's finest just came out to argue in the comment section. One dude unhinged. He produced like a list that took up my whole computer screen of the names and ages of everyone that has died from getting the vaccine. And I was, that was enough for me to be like, deactivate. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, especially with Meta. Meta. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook rebranding. Fuck, dude, I hate that shit, man. I'm still an Instagram hoe. I, sh- I love that shit, but uh, Facebook can die and rot in hell. I wish it would go the way of MySpace. Like, I wish, <laughs> can we just have one day a year where we all agree to not use a Facebook product and just watch them panic? Yeah, that would be great. Um, no, we can't agree on anything. But um, <laughs> I. I uh, I do like Instagram. Instagram yeah. is fun. Instagram's solid. You know, there's still bullshit on there, but it's a lot harder to come by. You know, I don't, there's not bullshit in my feed. You know, it, so if I follow you and then you follow some idiot, I don't see that idiot in my feed. Like I Correct. Would on exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Someone I already think is an idiot has commented on bigger idiots post and yeah, here yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. And I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yep. There really just needs to be like a social media platform for each stage of your life, right? Facebook, it was back when it was new and I was making as many friends as I possibly could. I had over a thousand on Facebook. I don't know, a hundred of them probably. And Instagram now is more like, I'm I'm an adult. Let's let's refine, let's curate this, this feed a little bit so that I only see the things that, you know, I enjoy seeing, which. Yeah. I was going to say, and I, the, the problem with Facebook was when it started, you, it was like, how many friends could you have? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, you so just every, used to add strangers, like every single person in my high school, I added all of them. Same. Yeah. Same. 100% of them that I could find, I would just add them. Now yep. that they're adults, it turns out a lot of them. I have 
stark disagreements with. And B, a lot of them I could give two fucks about. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't yeah. give a shit about this person that I never had a single class with. I just happen to know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I used to have like a threshold of mutual friends. Like, even if I didn't know someone, but we had 20 mutual friends, I'm like, ah, they're probably fine. And I would just add them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, oh my God. Now, I, my Instagram feeds all curate. I literally only follow like 100 actual people. Right. Everything, single thing else I follow is like pages that I want to follow. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I think i talked about it a few weeks ago i unfollowed like 300 things and so that has been nice like there's times where i'll open the app and there's no new information since the last time i opened it which is wonderful oh yeah that literally constantly happens to me it's it's great i'm thankful for friendship um i'm very Mm -hmm. thankful for my friends um yeah you know uh, as someone who like lives alone my friends basically keep me afloat. Like if I didn't yeah. have friends to go see at, especially I work from home and I live alone. If I didn't have friends to go see at the end of every day or have lunch with in the middle of the day, like yeah, life would be a lot sadder. Yeah. There's a very real possibility of you not leaving the house for a week at a time. Yeah. Not, not me specifically. I no, would still I mean, have to get out, but yes, someone in that, that same situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I see how, the, you know, how that, and I also see how, you know, the lockdown really fucked with some people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to live in a place that has a lot of like outdoor beauty and stuff like that. And I'm very fortunate for that. And I, I joke, I used to joke around and say, you know, the lockdown and the, besides putting a mask on, that didn't really change my life at all. Uh, But that is not true for a lot of people, especially people that lived in more urban areas. Yeah. Yeah. Austin was an interesting place to, I, went from seeing a plethora of friends multiple times a week to basically just Texas, Sean and my coworkers for six months. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm thankful for music. I know that's real, real broad, but it is. And I think always will be like my main interests. You know, that was that from early on, I remember my dad, you know, playing, like the offspring and some 41, like he, he gave me a musical education. Not that my mom didn't either, but I specifically remember my dad would be the one to drive me to school more often. Yeah. And, uh, especially once we got XM satellite radio, like it just opened up like a whole new <laughs> world. Yeah. And you know, it's fun to think about music and all of its, uh, consumption forms. You know, I used to have probably three, 400 CDs that I've whittled down to, I don't know, a hundred, 150 over the years. And you know, my record collection grows whenever I have like a stable job, but then streaming like changed everything in a big way. And when we do our, uh, our top albums and stuff, uh, at the end of December, mm-hmm. this year's weird. I listened to so much older music that it was hard for me to come up with 10 albums that like knocked my socks off from this year. Yeah. I was just thinking that as well. I got a lot more experimental with my music this year, but it's all stuff that's been out for a while. A while. And I'm like, oh, I didn't I don't know how much I listened to from this year. Right. Right. When I got into Sparks and they have like twenty-six albums or something, like that was a lot of my summer was making it through all of their albums and not there's also a ton of stuff, 
you know, I, I'm making more snap judgments now because there's so music, so much music. Like I'll listen to something once and go, eh, and then delete it from my library because otherwise it's just going to hang out there and never get listened to again. Yeah. Yeah. And we're also getting the COVID albums. Yes, we are. And I can tell. <laughs> I can, I, I, I initially was very excited because it, I, to me, it was a lot of bands that hadn't had the time to put eight months into a studio and release a lot of music. But then um, they just sing about like depression and sometimes specifically the vaccine or not the yeah. vaccine, the virus. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something it happened with the TV, like the covid seasons as well. Um, just just something off about it. Like you can absolutely tell like the new season of Letterkenny, not the new one that comes out next month, but the one that came out last December. It's just off. You know, they just weren't able to. Uh, I, we talked about the newest season of Ted Lasso got written, you know, by yeah. on like zoom calls and it's, you can feel it. And there's music like that as well. Like we, we zoomed each other and wrote our first album in six years and you can hear it and it's good, but it, yeah, there's just, and I, I don't know if I'm ascribing that feeling to it and it's actually not there, but as someone who creates and created during COVID, I know that the stuff that I made then, it's a little different, you know, it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's good. I remember watching Ted Lasso and being so into it. And then you telling me season, cause I didn't actually know when season two came out that season two was a COVID season. And I was like, Oh, as soon as you say that you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I that think I, <laughs> I am going to start my rewatch this week with my parents because last week, last year, one of the highlights of Christmas was me showing them, Ted Lasso. Nice. And so this year I was like, there's more episodes. We need to break it up. We need to do some on Thanksgiving and some on Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so you could maybe actually watch the Christmas episode on Christmas and it would make mildly more sense. I think that's the plan. Yeah. I have, damp <laughs> I have, uh, dampered a lot of people's excitement or dampened a lot of people's excitement for Ted Lasso season two on accident. <laughs> yeah. I would like to, if anyone, as Jacob has told you that season two sucks, and you haven't seen it, watch it. It's still watch. It's, I think it's actually still very, a good show. It's good. Yeah, no, it is. It's still good. It made me laugh. You know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. very, very hard on it when it came out. That is true. I'm very thankful for, uh, um, uh, my bicycle. I know that sounds ridiculous and it's like a physical object. Yeah, but a physical object can take on more meaning. And I think that one has for you. Yes. Yeah. I, I bought a new bike at the, right at the end of the worst semester of my life in uh, April. And, um, wow. Has that single thing led to a lot in my life and just me being way happier as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and a project that you got to like sink yourself into a little bit and in, in times where you needed a project. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I'm trying to think if I have like a physical object. There have been albums that like, as you know, I, when I was younger, I so hotly anticipated that I would be like, my life will be better when this album comes out. And sometimes they, <laughs> sometimes they live up to that, you know, like there are things that have entered my overall like life rotation. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, I, I was so hyped about this new bicycle and was so convinced it was going to change everything, which I don't know if it's changed everything, but it, sure. it, it has it, seriously, it has made Bozeman like way more livable. Like that's not even a joke. Um, but I mean, I 
it was coming FedEx and I called FedEx to see who was on my route and at about what time did they think they were going to get to my <laughs> I've done that too. House. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're like, it's out for delivery today. And I'm like, that's great. At what time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've ordered stuff and I like am out and about and I see the mail person that I know will be delivering to my house. I'm like, maybe if I ask them, they'll just give it to me an hour early as if, yeah. you know, they would do that. They won't. <laughs> I was like, I was like fogging my front door window, like a little kid. I was like, ha, 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm. And then I, I couldn't be there. And, and so I was panicking and calling my roommates. I remember and being like, if somebody, if, if somebody knocks on the door, you have, it's too big of a package. You have to sign for it. Just sign for me. Just say you're me. If they ask, are you Alex? Just say yes. <laughs> did they? Yes. My roommate said, I wasn't there. My roommate did. He was like, I signed for your package. I was like, yay. Nice. I'm yeah. I'm overall, you know, if we had recorded this episode halfway through last week, <laughs> one was miserable. I would have yeah. probably less to be thankful for, but um, I'm, I'm thankful for, for good momentum. You know, I, I really enjoy, there's been a lot of it the second half of this year where, where the hard work seems to be rewarded. And, and I, I am thankful for that. Nice. Well, good. Yeah. This year wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be four or five months into this year. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It really didn't start until about May. And after that, it was like, oh, this, this is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. The summer and the fall was like, very good. Yeah. Well, we're you know very, what happened is we got vaccinated in April. So yeah, we got vaccinated. I got my PP touch. Things, things improved. <laughs> yeah. Both of those things happened to me as well. Oh, we talk about this a lot in the after dark, but I'll put it on the main feed. I'm thankful for my counselor. I've started going to counseling again now that I have yeah. time and it's been extremely helpful. I, it's, she's, I just, you know, she's a cognitive behavioral therapist and we barely even get into that. So I just dump for an hour and in doing so realize things about myself. Like I'll bring something up two minutes in and by minute 57, I'm, I have the answer because I've talked so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for my therapist as well. She's, uh, fucking hilarious. She's funny. She's brutal. Have I not told you what she, I told I mean, you what yes, she said to me. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I forgot about that's how she's, I thought she was like trying jokes out on you. No, 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 no. She's just like, uh, I got, I like, uh, it's like this therapy group. I got onboarded by not my therapist. If that makes sense. And sure. then they, they were like, they, the person who onboarded me was like, I'm going to match you up with the therapist. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. And I was like, I want a straight shooter. And she was like, oh, I already have someone in mind for you. And <laughs> the person she gave me is just incredible. It's so, so fucking funny. Just no bullshit. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks to them. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, thanks to everyone who's listening. Thanks to the, the folks who continue to support anything the two of us do. Does not just yeah. this, but. Um, yeah. thanks for the people that come out to the shows or all this. And I didn't even get to tell you about the ax throwing. I finally did for the first time. Oh, tell me about ax throwing. I actually, just before you say this, I'm very good at ax throwing. I've done it twice and I, remember, I rushed. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Um, it was the first thing I had done in days. So from Sunday, I went on a hike with a friend and then I got sick and did nothing until Saturday night. I went axe throwing. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So pretty much a week. Yeah. And 
I wouldn't say I'm good at it, but I was the best of my group. And I was not good at the one-handed, but I can throw the two-handed like a mofo. Like I was bullseyeing that one over and over again. Gotcha. See, I could only do the one-handed, but I'll bullseye the one-handed all day. If you make me throw the two-handed one, I'm like, I, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. Well, we make a good team then. Yeah. Uh, I'll throw the one hand or the two handed. You throw the one handed, but it was fun. And um, I told my parents about it and we're going to do it again this week because my dad and mom have never done it. So it's really fun. I don't foresee it being like a thing though. No, it's definitely maybe not a flash in the pan, but or panned pan, but it is trendy. Yes. I've done it twice and I was like, okay. It's if pretty I never laid do back. it again. Yeah, it's, it's pretty laid back. It's not, it's not, uh, an event quite like I thought it was. And the guy was like, we have all these rules for the games. You can do scoring. And we were like, oh yeah, cool. And then after about 10 minutes, it was pretty obvious. None of us were actually good enough to do it. Yeah. It would, it would be more cooler if it just happened to be a thing in a brewery. Yeah. Yeah, you know? like they have shuffleboard and then they have like two stalls for axe throwing. Yeah, exactly. And I'd be like, sick. Hell yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I'll, but- I'll go throw a couple axes and then I'll go back to eating my Gardettos and drinking my beer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like- I see that. But as a business itself, it, yeah, it maybe it's days are numbered. Yeah. I have two shirts. I have two t-shirts because I won uh, both the tournaments when I was oh. there. Nice. They gave me a t-shirt. Damn. All right. Well, I- last but not least, I'm thankful for you, Alex. Uh, yeah. Um, me too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You don't have to sound so authentic about it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You know I am. Yeah. I don't have a police bladder this week, so that's it. Oh, okay. Well. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Pam Nonstick Cooking Spray. It's a spray, not a name. Pam.